0: Hey everyone, I'm coming to Orlando, Florida at the Improv April 20th. April 21st I'm at the Tampa Improv and then April 22nd and April 23rd I'm at the Abdo Abdo? Abdo? Abdo New River Room. Um Adobo, I don't know, I'm in <laughs> Fort Lauderdale, Tampa, Orlando. Um come come out and see a show. Check my website for tickets. Then after that, I'm going to be in, all over the place. Uh, we got Seattle, I'm um, going Jersey, on to Going on tour with Vic DiBetetto, um, Austin, Texas, Los Angeles, Dallas, Houston, Rhode Island, I Ohio, mean, all, over, all the over, the place. over the place. So come out to a show. Let's get into the episode. Hello, boys and girls. Boy. Uh, Gals and ghouls. What is are the gems, uh, germs? Gems and germs. No, not gems and germs.
1: Gals and germs.
0: Oh my god! You didn't even like look into your brain to think. You just started saying stuff.
1: <laughs> um, remember? girls and germs. <laughs> <laughs> Women and germs. There was a
0: thing when we were kids. You don't remember? There was something with germs. No. Oh I, my I was god!
1: Cool. I was. We were a backstage. Loser.
0: We were backstage at one of my shows last... We're going to talk about it because it's an incredible, incredible show. And I said to Leanna, last time I was here, I saw someone who was driving the DeLorean. And she said, what's the DeLorean?
1: <laughs> I don't think that's that crazy. I a thing. said
0: what I think 100% of the people we ask, Mm-mm. what is the DeLorean? They would know what it is.
1: I'm not a big movie girl.
0: We've watched the, the Back to the Future series Togethers.
1: Okay, I'm supposed to remember every single thing from the movie?
0: Anyway, welcome back, everyone. We missed you so much. Did you miss the, the listeners?
1: I really did.
0: I really did. I felt so sad at all the shows. People were like, when's the podcast? I we know. know you're busy. They were very sweet about it.
1: They were, they were. People
0: were like, we know you're busy, but please, um, you know, miss But my, they were like, please
1: on, get your shit together. I
0: miss you on my commute, someone girl told me.
1: Mm-hmm. I had a few people say... I mean, I always get people who say, I love the podcast. I don't know if they're just trying to make me feel good. I always feel
0: that way. Um, I always feel like they're lying to me.
1: But I did get a few, like, when is the podcast coming back? So that yes. must mean that they actually do listen, uh-huh. and they realize that we missed a few weeks.
0: Yes. We, so, did, we did
1: record a couple, and we were, like, going to put them out. Uh-huh. And then it just, again, time gets away from you when you're busy. I got to
0: get into something right off the bat. Before I forget, this happened yesterday. Pull up the picture, Leanna. This is my seat on a United Airlines flight. This is the most
1: hideous thing I've ever seen.
0: I don't even... Whatever you think you're seeing, you're seeing. These... Can you say it for me? Because I can't. I can't even say it. <laughs>
1: these are someone else's socks. So, oh my god, we we had to have a uh, layover flight yesterday, <sighs> and we flew into Houston, which I think Houston is a huge airport. So from Newark to Houston, they, it was this very large flight to where they ha- the first class seats are these like. Your own individual booth I was looking bed, so seat.
0: I was looking so forward to this yes because it's rare that we get this plane we've
1: only got this plane once before and I think was it the first time we flew first class it
0: was the first time we flew we flew first class and it was only from Chicago to New York
1: which was so it was fast, short
0: it was very short
1: but I mean it was amazing we couldn't believe that these even existed now
0: now from Newark from New Jersey, uh, to to Houston, Houston. is like a four-hour flight.
1: Yes, it's so long. It
0: was very early in the morning. I'm like, I I can't wait. I'm gonna lay down because these seats they've turned into a bed. They go
1: all. They the way turn
0: past. into a bed. Uh huh. It's not like kind of a bed. It's completely flat. Yes. I was knocked out cold in front when the first time we flew it. So I was so excited. You have like your own like. It's like a little, your own little like, room or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're not even sitting next to each other because you, you have your own little like, cubicle with a mm-hmm. bed. Incredible. So I get in. This is why we can't have nice things.
1: Seriously. Okay?
0: Because some piece of shit animal. Now, what do you do in that? I was so tired. I, what would you have done? Should I have complained?
1: Yes, 1000%. What should I'm I have so said? I am so upset that you didn't.
0: What should I would have said, said,
1: Excuse me. Someone left their socks here. Can you please take these out of here? And I would like a refund. Thank you very much.
0: I mean. This is hideous. I don't even know what to. I can't believe that. I was so like in in a mode of like, what do I do here? Because I just want to lay down and go to sleep. I just want to. And I kept thinking like, who left the plane without their socks? (laughs) Who the fuck left the plane without their socks? And how did United not see this? So they don't clean this plane at all. They no. didn't even clean the fucking plane. No. So by the way, these are very expensive tickets. I'm not trying to be a, like sound like a, a dickhead. Like, a, but but this, this, these weren't cheap.
1: This isn't us bragging. This is this is what's right versus what's wrong. We paid extra money for these seats, and I'm not saying that I should be treated like a princess because I paid a couple hundred dollars more, but how you, you? I should be taken care of a little bit more. I'm sorry, but I should be. What
0: should I, what, what should I have done? You think I should have you said You should something?
1: have called them over and said, this is disgusting. A, now I know this plane was not cleaned because they didn't see the socks, and B, take them away. Take them away right now and sanitize it because this is disgusting. Someone, who, someone could have had fungi, <laughs> and now, now I got to put my feet where their feet were. I'm not one to complain. I'm not a Karen by any means, but in that moment, I would have had to been a Karen. I'm sorry.
0: Here's what's sad, though, about the whole Karen thing, which, by the way, has changed to Jada. It's no longer Karen. It's now Jada. Um, Is that real? No, I'm kidding. Mark Mark Norman said that. Um, This is what's sad about society, (laughs) because if I would have complained, someone would have called me a Karen. Uh Now, to me, a Karen looks for trouble. A Karen makes That's problems true. where there are none. That's true. It's like I'm sorry, ma'am, your coupon has expired.
1: Okay. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's
0: like you're just being a bitch. I feel like I have. No, this is a problem. I have. I, this is a pretty decent point. Like, this is someone. Someone did this. I was.
1: I was actually. I was. I was actually upset that you really didn't say anything and that you just threw them. That you just threw them. Away. I didn't
0: touch them. How I, did you? I kicked them with my sneakers. <laughs> I started kicking them. I kicked them into the aisle, and I left them in the aisle.
1: <laughs> that's just dis- That's it's so disgusting. But I, I was really you sent me that, and I was like, did you tell someone? And you're like, no, I just. I was actually upset. You really should have said something. Because I, know, I don't know what to say. Here's what, the
0: what, thing. What? What? Well, I don't.
1: <sighs> here's what. Here's what. Here's what happened. Our flight. We were supposed to leave Monday night. Right before we were going to leave for the airport. Oh my god! Yeah. We get a notification three hour delay. So now our flight wasn't going to leave till 12 o'clock at night and we wouldn't have gotten back to Austin till 3 a.m. So we're like, all right, let's change it because we don't want to get home at 3 a.m. Let's try to leave tomorrow. This, this flight is the flight we wanted to get on, but a first class ticket was $2,000. Mm-hmm. Almost $2,100 for a fl- first class ticket, which we were not going to pay. Yeah. But because we were inconvenienced, because they had a three hour delay, they switched us for the same price, which we paid nowhere near that amount of money. So this is a $2,100 ticket that I have someone's dirty, disgusting socks in my seat.
0: You got to realize, too, it's me. It's not like someone else. Like you, we, we had this conversation about like you not skeeving feet. This was, this was a nightmare for me. This was an actual nightmare. But I, I, I don't know, I, I, until this moment, because I always try to, like, always try to, like, whatever. Whatever the fuck. I mean, I don't know what they could have done for me. I actually was, like, mentally preparing for them being, like. Whose socks are these? No, just, like, sorry. Like, the, what, what would they have said? They can't move me. The flight was booked. They can't do anything for me? What, are they going to give me a fucking voucher for a free neck pillow? <laughs> so, They're not going to give me anything. I
1: mean, it, uh, that's fine. You don't really need anything. But they, they should have taken them. The, the flight attendants should have taken them out and wiped it down. That's the least they could have done. That's the least they could have done. I understand we're not in 100% COVID times anymore. But they sh- I thought they always sanitized, sanitized the, pl- the planes in between. And this just shows me that they're not. And that's disgusting. And again, if someone's I'm paying. I'm
0: like mad now that I didn't say anything. If someone's I don't paying really know what I should have done.
1: $2,100 for a seat, that's a lot of money. So, it, it, not saying that the people in the back should be treated like garbage, but I mean, a, a little bit more of a premium experience take the dirty socks away yeah you i i was i was actually upset you didn't say anything but but really
0: because in in reality they, i i yeah, know what are they gonna, i know they didn't do no, it no they
1: wouldn't have done anything they wouldn't have
0: done what she would have got tongs and moved them somebody moved them from the from the aisle
1: really though who left the plane without their socks
0: somebody somebody's <laughs> barefooting it. so i don't i have i'm like imagine thinking like did i did I wear socks today? Like, who the fuck didn't know that? Very bizarre.
1: Was so bizarre. It, it was,
0: um... I don't know. I'm just one to just, like... I don't know.
1: It was so funny too, though. For I was so grossed out, and then I was like, "What'd you do with them? Like, did they come get them?" And you were like, "I threw them in the aisle." No, I just oh, said, oh, no. Look said, "Look in the aisle." You said, "Look in the aisle," and people kept coming on the plane, so I couldn't like get up and look. Finally, there was like no one there. I got up and looked, and I saw like one was all the way over <laughs> here, one was.
0: Because <laughs> I got them in front of me and then I kicked them, I was so angry. I don't want to, I, wasn't, I wasn't going to fucking touch them. No. But my I, sneakers.
1: If you would have told me that you picked them up no, and touched come them, on. I would have been even more mad.
0: You knew I would not fucking touch them. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. I don't know. I was just like, um, I didn't know what. I was, I'm always thinking like it, it's never going to go my way. Whatever I want them to do, they're not going to do. They're not going to refund me my money. No, they're not going to do anything. No. They're just going to make me angrier that I would expect them to do something. And then they all didn't. they would do is apologize. Yeah.
1: Or not even just give you an attitude.
0: Or just, <laughs> yeah, I mean.
1: They, I, don't know. I, I wonder what they thought when they saw them in the aisle.
0: They got to be used to this. They got to be used you to say. some animal pig lowlife. My question is like you said, it's a $2,100 seat. Who's paying this kind of money and is a dirtbag? Like, who's able to do that? So we, Usually, if you can afford a $2,100 ticket, you don't belong in a swamp.
1: <laughs> or, he, I've, I haven't seen it often, but there was one time where we flew first class, and the guy, there was a guy in front of us, and he was what you thought first class flyers would be like very entitled. Yeah, yeah. Like, to, at the snap of their fingers to get what they want. He was such a douchebag. He was like this old... Fat. Piece of shit. He really... <laughs> that's exactly what he was. Like, he, he thought...
0: He was a walking stereotype. He
1: was a walking stereotype. He thought that he was supposed to get whatever he wanted whenever yeah. he wanted. And maybe that... Like, that's the type of guy that could also do this. I don't care. I'm gonna leave my socks here. So... There was that guy, and then there was also this guy who was also on our plane yesterday who also struck me up as the type to do something like this. Very like, didn't care about anyone but himself, so he was standing waiting to get off the plane. We were very far from each other on the plane. You were all the way in the front. I was like kind of in the back. And We had a connecting
0: flight, so you were like, go, go, go. We had a
1: connecting flight, and our flight was leaving in 20 minutes. Leaving. I knew they wouldn't
0: leave without us. It's fine.
1: I didn't. So I, whatever, I was like, just go and I'll meet you there. So now, and it was like two, there were two ways to get on the plane, all the way in the front and then there was like a middle. I was behind like the middle, you were in the front. So whatever, so people start to get off. There's a guy in front of me, he's not, the middle part of the plane is not open yet, so people aren't getting off yet. But where you are, people are already getting off. So I was like, do you mind if I, like, go around you to, like, get off the plane or whatever? And he, like, he, like, mumbled something. He, di- he didn't want to let me go. He, like, mumbled something and then saw that you guys were moving and was like, oh, and then went to go get off in the front of the plane. Wouldn't let me go, which already is, like, an asshole move. I understand, like, if you let one person go, then maybe everyone thinks they could go. You
0: should have said I have a connecting fly. I
1: should have, which I didn't. But at the same time, he could have just let me go. Whatever. So he goes to get off the plane. Now he's taking his sweet time. I got a connecting flight. He doesn't know that. But you know, like when you walk, when you're walking, if someone walks around you, what's the big deal? Like there, it's not like I had to like.
0: No one's ever walked around me. I'm always walking around. Exactly.
1: (laughs) But it's not like I had to like push him out of the way to walk around. him. like, there could have been two, two lanes of walkers. So I went into the other lane, walked around him. And he goes, what did he say? What's, what's wrong with this girl, he said, to like the people around him and like maybe under his breath, like what's wrong with this girl because I walked around him?
0: What? There's nothing worse than a person in public trying to get other people on yes, their side. That's exactly what he did. I've never done that. Can you believe this, guys? No, fuck you. And,
1: and, and I was like, what's, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Because I walked around you because you are walking slow and I have somewhere to be. So I turned around and I really. You're wish- so
0: lucky I wasn't there. I,
1: I'm so lucky that you weren't there. And I but I, I wish you were there because you don't believe. But I was so angry because A, he wouldn't let me go around him in the <laughs> first place. And then now B, he wants to be a tough guy and say, what's wrong with this girl to everyone? I was like, I have a connecting flight that I'm about to miss. That's what's wrong with me. You fucking asshole. You weren't there to see me. You I, said
0: fucking asshole? Yes,
1: I did. And I know it's hard to believe. What did he say? Because normally I wouldn't say anything like that. But I was so furious to begin with because he wouldn't let me around him and I had somewhere to be. I just like I it was like Will Smith. I just <laughs> I just snapped and I said it. And normally I really wouldn't, but I was I was so heated. I'm heated just thinking about it.
0: Did he say anything? To you? I don't
1: know if he did because I was I was like I was power walking at this point but I turned around and said it and I made sure everyone heard me because people were like looking around like what's like what is she why is she why is she why is she she speaking like this.
0: Oh yeah I would have absolutely lost. But I was
1: so angry. So that guy too was like he was like a first class like who do you think you are type thing. And I just, I don't, I'm not, I'm not into that. And I'm not, I'm, a, just I, not, into I'm, that. I'm
0: not a tough guy. I'm 5'10", I'm 165 pounds. But there's just like, I, I have a problem with, with, uh, with my mouth in situations like that, which you get mad at me for. Oh yeah, you would have, you would have gotten. Which, which is very insulting because you are allowed to get away with it. But if I said it, well, because I'm he, an animal. It's not fair. It's, what's
1: he going to do to me? He's not going to do anything to me. So I can speak up. Whereas if you what do you speak, mean? What if he punched you? He wouldn't punch me. He,
0: it's very possible. If it would have hit me, I mean, I would have just started brawling with him. But he, he started still could have hit you.
1: He started it.
0: I would have 100%. I don't know. It's not good. It's not a good thing to do. But and he, also, like, he should have just kept his fucking mouth shut and let the small girl in front of him. That's what and I'm You also should have said, I have a flight I'm going to miss.
1: He didn't like that. There was something wrong with me. It's
0: weird to me that these people are still lippy because they've which means they've never ran across the right person. Yeah. Which is strange to me. Yeah. Remember that You're kid right. Remember that kid at Target like a month ago? he was on the phone by the by the entrance mm-hmm. and be, i think you know when you're on your when you're on the phone you're not really aware of like your surroundings you're kind of, of course. In, in the phone call so i was trying to like go around like what is this kid doing and cuz he, he was like
1: walking then stopped and like walking. Yeah like i
0: was like doing this weird awkward <laughs> thing and because i don't look intimidating i'm not intimidating people assume that i'm like a pussy and he was like the fuck are you doing i was like get the fuck out of the way you moron <laughs> and he just like Walked away, yeah, but I was right. ready to fucking rip this kid's head off, like, which is not right, right of me. No, but like that kid thought I was like, I'm sorry, man, and I was like, ready to fuck it I was ready to go, and at the drop, which is which is a problem, which that's the New York attitude, which is not good. Yeah, like you're ready to just go, but like at the same time, I I like that because don't I would never say that to somebody. I don't start shit. I would never start anything. But if he's gonna put his hands on me, then you have. There's nothing you can do. Mm. You have to fight sometimes in life.
1: That's what. That's why this guy upset me so much because he thought that he could like say that and nothing would happen.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Which like, no, it's not necessary for you to say something. Like you don't know what's going on with me. You don't know where I have to be. Yeah, like I don't know what he was trying to do, but I was just—I was not allowing him to get away. He with He didn't it. know
0: you were going. He didn't. He didn't think you were going to say anything to him. Yeah, he's just a fucking loser. Yeah, he's a fucking loser who's never been punched in his face. Like, he was
1: old. He was like an old guy.
0: That's even worse. That's yeah. yeah that's entitlement. Like, exactly. When I'm just you
1: not into it. No. When
0: I feel like respect for people also comes from like you going through some shit like. I've been punched in the face mm. several times in my life. And like, you ever heard that? People said, that guy's just never been punched in his face. Yeah. It does something to you. It mm-hmm. humbles you. It it makes you respect others. Like, a lot of things guys go through, When uh, many guys will, will, will probably agree with this. Like, when you fight someone physically, a fist fight, afterwards, there's a mutual respect for one another. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time in boxing. A lot of kids that I fought with as a kid, afterwards, it's like all right, I respect you. Like, you held your own and, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, it just comes from being in a physical confrontation. Yeah. Like, I would never be disrespectful to someone because I know, like, where it can go or whatever. I feel like you, that's why these women, these Karen types, they never been beat the shit. Like, they, they, they grew up, like, the suburbs where no one fought. And, like, the girls that I grew up with, like, they would have they would punched that guy in his face. No, yeah. no questions asked. And like, I don't know. That's definitely like a toxic environment. But at the same time, I'm a little grateful for it because I feel like I'm more respectful because I know how quickly I can get punched in the face. That's why I don't mm. speak to people like that. But like if they're going to come at me, there's like you, ha- you have no choice sometimes. Not to be a tough guy, but like growing up in Staten Island, you're not allowed to not feel that way. You have to. Mm. Like growing up as a, as a boy there, there was no option for you to be a, for you to be a pussy you could not you could not be a pussy like you had to like the high road is is tough sometimes especially when you're younger and
1: there is no road high enough for me yeah
0: yeah so like <laughs> i don't know i wish i was there but then if i was there you know maybe and even- maybe something bad would have happened and i would have went to jail or maybe that guy would have Hurt me. Every guy also likes to be like, "Listen, you're lucky I bit my tongue because I didn't want to go to jail." It always like is the guy coming out on top. It's like the tough guy. Mm -hmm. It's always I would have killed. You know, I kill you, I go to jail. It's always like the guy speaking coming off on top. Of course, I could also like you get mad at me. I say shit to guys all the time when we're driving, and like you're like, "Babe, this is Texas. They could just shoot you." Yeah, and that's that's a true thing too. I'm not a tough guy. Like I kill you, I go to jail. No, he could kill me. I could say something to the wrong guy, pulls out a gun, and shoots me and drives off. Easier. Probably never get caught. Easily. That could absolutely happen. So, like, being a tough guy is, is, is not a good thing. But I'm proud of you in that moment because it was on a plane. He couldn't have had a gun on him or anything. But if he would have hit you, I would have 100% went to jail.
1: Which he wouldn't have.
0: You can't say that. You, you don't know. Oh. In this post-slap world Honestly, Chris Rock, you don't know.
1: Of course. But even if he did, there's hundreds of people. And you know what? Nowadays too, it is sad. Like
0: people are pussies. People
1: won't do anything. No, they'll just record. But it. there were so many people around. Like if he was to hit me, I don't. I would hope that someone would come to my rescue. But I don't know. I I'm I'm someone who is like I'm all talk. I'm so aware of that. I know that I'm all talk. I uh, I have so to much bark and no bite. <laughs> but. I th- I, and that's why I just had to tell the story because I was so proud of myself for saying something because he really got under my skin and I, it was just like who do you think you are what is the big deal what is the big deal and he to me he thought he could say something and not, and he and there would be no repercussion even though me saying something back to him literally did nothing but nah, like you he deserved to be called an effing asshole you didn't
0: insult him I would have went for, I would have for something I would have noticed something on his face that he'd been thinking about today I
1: barely even looked at him because <laughs> he I just heard him in my ear saying it so and when, I was like you're you fucking walked, asshole when you I walked off the plane yeah
0: I was waiting for you I was getting my phone out of my bag why didn't you say like you you were telling me the story he didn't do a,
1: anything already he didn't do anything yet what do you mean You—you—you you, when, you no, like,
0: when you and I met up
1: yeah it already happened yeah so yeah. why didn't you
0: say wait for this guy I want you to say something to him You did not that didn't because happen because you
1: didn't need to I didn't need you to say anything why not
0: torture him forever I already
1: said what I needed to say I and know. I had a plane to catch I really didn't even have time for him <laughs>
0: <laughs> um all right we just got home. How great does it feel to be home, by oh the way? Oh my god.
1: I I literally I, mean, I I could cry. Yeah. I really could cry. Uh-huh. I miss this place so much. So did I. It's 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 quite difficult to live on your own, have a schedule.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um all these all these things and then for that I don't want to say taken away from you, but to, to, to step away from that for a while, it's yeah. very difficult. We, we fall apart in a sense.
0: No one our age or no one really anywhere does what we do. And I don't mean that as like, a, look how special we are. I mean it just like from a literal sense. Imagine if you, right now, you have kids or if you go to work or you have a schedule. Imagine if you had to do that in like your aunt's house mm-hmm. for a month. It would just it it just fucks up your you don't and have your 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 room is not there where you go on your laptop to work is not there where you have yes. your quiet time your dinner time is everything is is fucked up
1: and it's 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 funny too or interesting because people look at us and they're like. Oh, you guys have it so great! Like we don't work nine to fives, and you get to travel all over the world. And yes, that's amazing. We about love it all over it. the world, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, it's it's hard. It's it's very hard. And I'm, I'm not trying to like make excuses for us or or
0: no people cry, know people are cool. You know, they know. I don't it's know. It's extremely difficult. But yeah,
1: exactly that. Like just to wake up in your own home. You know, we have our places where we have our coffee and we and we work and all this stuff. And so like. Moving around, and your your parents are very accommodating. I'm very grateful that they let us stay with them when we were in New York, which is where we're always in one place for a long time. It's always New York, so we we do have it easier there. Um,
0: we kind of we kind of set up our. So it, it's I'm just trying to I don't know if people give a fuck about this, but I just wanted to quickly say that this is why the podcast took a little bit of a break because it's very difficult when you're on the run. And when I'm I, run. when I, um, when I have shows, we try to schedule them to where I could basically like set up camp somewhere. And then, because I had shows in West Nyack, Levity Live, which
1: mm-hmm.
0: was awesome. Thank you to everyone who came to those shows. That was incredible. It was like, a, it was a whole weekend. We added a fifth show. It was an incredible Three time.
1: Three sold out shows out of five. Um, Pretty good. Pretty. Well, well, we could
0: have, anyway. One of them we only had like a week to sell the tickets, but I think All we right. can, anyway. no one cares. <laughs> uh where else Detroit? How sick was Royal Oak Michigan? Gorgeous. so we what had a, a choice so like should I fly back to Austin, then fly to Detroit and then fly back to New York or just stay in New York? That's yeah. kind of where my head was at, but I will say it's starting to to weigh on me. I had a fight with my family because I you know. T- Leanna and I were trying to get this is a good story maybe we should tell the audience mm-hmm. Leanna celebrated her 30th birthday
1: yes thank happy you happy birthday to you wait did you ever sing to me
0: yeah of course I did are you sure you all you do is I don't know if anybody else does this with their <laughs> wife or their girl or their guy or I gaslight
1: I love to gaslight he says
0: it sounds like I'm um I
1: think that might have been gaslighting right there
0: right there was gas well <laughs> gaslighting is a great thing that like I I, Everybody everybody rolls their eyes at, like, what were you going to say?
1: You learned—I feel like you learned this term a couple weeks ago, and now you're just (laughs) running with it. You love to use it.
0: It sounds like you're a millennial, woke, fucking, you know, I don't know, like, uh, uh, over—like, overemphasizing a small, like, exaggerating, I guess you could say. Like, people don't like new terms, Uh but when I learned what it does, I'm like, that's pretty fucking accurate. So basically a gaslighting, which I didn't know, it's, it's someone, get, you do something and the person who like, hey, really, you, you called me a name. I didn't appreciate that. The person who bullied you would blame you for feeling that way. That's basically what gaslighting is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I was just thinking last week or it was like, I think it was yesterday, right before our, our flight. Our flight got canceled. So we had to, whatever, we were packing. I was like, Leanna, come here. I just, I wanted to give you a hug. I took your hand and gave you a hug on, on the bed. You were like, you never hug me. Instead of enjoying the moment of hugging each other, all you did was complain about how I don't hug you, which is a very ironic thing. Mm-hmm. So you're the devil. Um. Anyway. Uh, Detro- uh, it was my birthday. It was, it was your birthday. I was going to go back to Detroit. Your birthday. 30,
1: dirty, you, flirty. That's the reason
0: why we went stand on for so long, because Leanna was like, let's stay there for my birthday. I'm like, okay, great. Three more weeks here.
1: Yes. Yeah, anyway,
0: um, you turned 30. Mm-hmm. I started to hear your hip crack a little more, a little louder than usual. And what do you feel? Do you feel any different?
1: I really don't. I think... You um, think death
0: is right around the corner.
1: I, because I'm the oldest, um, I've always been very mature for my age. I feel like I've always felt older. Eh. Um, but now, as my life goes on... I'm not losing my matureness, but I feel young.
0: Matureness. Maturity.
1: (laughs) Maturity. I feel young. I don't feel 30. I feel like I could be 25. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I I still, I think I'm still hip. I think I still got it. I still (laughs) dress, um, you know, like a younger person. And I don't know. I feel great. I was very, I was very worried about it. Um, I had a tough time a few days before going into it but I don't feel any different. I feel great. I'm ready. I'm ready for my 30s.
0: Um yeah, you bring up a good point and I had a, one of my videos uh kind of exploded on Instagram and on TikTok where I make jokes about Phil Collins mm-hmm. and uh you know, saying how we're so ageist now and a lot of people mm. one of the most frequent comments I kept seeing was like, I never realized this. I've always like kind of felt this but didn't know how to put it into words, which is basically like, we used to have the perspective of adults in society. What I mean by that is, when, I was, when you and I were growing up, it wasn't uncommon for a 35 to 45-year-old person to be in pop culture whether they were an actor or a musician, even if they started when they were younger, they were still very, like, at the top of their game in their 40s. Like, Stone Cold is someone who I worshipped as a kid. WrestleMania just happened. Stone Cold hit his stride as the world's biggest wrestler when he was 35. He was not 25. He was 35. Um, You know, Phil Collins, yes, with with Genesis, he was in his 20s, and it blew up, but, like... uh, Easy Lover, which is a song that I love, like Phil Collins and um John Bailey, I think that the guy's with anyway, he was in his forties or or he was like forty something when that song was number one on the radio. A lot of comments were like, well oh, uh I don't know beyonce's still doing it, or whatever beyonce is just is not I don't even know if she's forty yet,
1: I think she's like retired by now, it's but also enough.
0: beyonce is there's always gonna to be exceptions, obviously, but like they used to be ten now there's like almost one there used to be so many and we used to just i don't know i feel like with with evolution and with tiktok and uh media you're only valuable we we tell young people you're only valuable until you turn 25 and then it's over which i think is a very toxic bad way to look at life because my 30s have been incredible mm-hmm. so far for myself personally so far like I, I i when i was growing up i'd always hear like people being like oh i'm not i wish i was 25 again like when i was 25 i was the most depressed mm. i was the most lost um
1: by the time you're 30 i th- i think you you really know who you are whereas yeah. at 25 a lot of us are still trying to figure it out who we are what we want to do with mm. our lives and by thirty, and and not everyone has it figured out by thirty, um. But you definitely have your a sense of yourself a Absolutely. little bit more, and maybe what you want to do, where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I if, same thing. Like looking back at twenty five, I was still like confused. I didn't know what I was doing. What I wanted to be, I still don't.
0: Yeah, we we, um, we we spoke to your sister when we were back in Staten Island, and mm-hmm. she's sixteen.
1: She's a junior in high school. She's
0: sixteen, mm-hmm. and it was like a it was like a flashback to when I was sixteen, and your mom was getting on her about like her grades and what do you want to do in college. I was thinking like, this is a child. Yeah, this is a child, mm-hmm. and we're gonna ask her what she wants to be. It's Insulting how ridiculous it is. It is absurd. I
1: don't know. We talked about the school system. Oh yeah, way way back. I don't know if we talked about college at all, but we both went to college. I I
0: never graduated. I
1: have a bachelor's degree.
0: Sorry, Dad. I
1: started to go for my master's in something totally different, which I feel like says a so lot. So why do we tell?
0: Why do we tell people your, your your story? Maybe people want to know. You went to FIT. I did. Which is the it's the Fitbit School, no, Fashion of the Fashion Institute of Technology, correct. Which is for fashion, correct. And you not were not always fashion. You, you were could basically do marketing,
1: interior design, all types of things.
0: One of the things that made me fall in love with you was, I tell you this all the time, but the listeners don't know.
1: <laughs> you might have told them. I don't know. Really? <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know. We were in. We were. We just started hooking up, and you were still in school. So I was just like a fucking loser at that point. I wasn't doing. I don't think I. I think I might have tried to go back when we started dating. Anyway, you were showing me on your laptop uh, your project for the previous semester, mm-hmm. and you had to make a window display mm-hmm. like Macy's. Mm-hmm. And Did you only have three mater- like, uh, materials to use, or that's just what you chose to do?
1: Um, that's probably what I chose to do. I think you, you, you could have used as much things oh, really? as you wanted. I, I'm pretty sure. My
0: memory is like, oh, we, we only had to use paper. Or something. Oh,
1: for one of them, yes. Yes. Yes, for one of them, yes.
0: Okay, so I don't know what the hell that was. I don't know what that was. Every
1: week it was something different. (laughs) (laughs) You were talking about the one with the paper. Yes. With the paper plates and stuff. So
0: you had to make a... I was just incredibly impressed with what an artist you were. Because I was like, I don't know if I would have come up with this many window displays with just a shoebox and paper. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. It was really, really, really cool. And I, I think that's why I started to fall in love with you. Like, wow, this is like an artist that I... It's hard to find fellow artists mm-hmm. growing up on Staten Island. Not that there aren't any. They just suppress it because their parents tell them that they aren't allowed to... It's not, <laughs> they're cool. not They're not allowed to dream. <laughs> <laughs> so, me included. So, um, uh, yeah, so, so you went there. You graduated,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you got a job not even close to fashion. N-
1: no. As I was... Was I still in school? Or no. I-, I I went to school for fashion as as I was in...
0: What was your major?
1: Fashion merchandising. Okay. um, Just throughout the years in college, I... I-, I- Eventually, it was like I was just going to college just to go. Of course. Like I lost interest in it. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: I think most people do that.
1: But I just, I had to graduate. And it was like, not to to change my major and stuff would have been crazy or to change schools. So it was like, let me just, I'll just graduate. (laughs) Let me just finish graduate. I did that. And then I wasn't really doing anything in fashion. I was just waitressing. My cousin had a great job and they needed help during tax season. Yep. So she was like, do you want to like come work part time, whatever it's good money? So I'm like, yeah, sure. I ended up staying there. They offered me a full time position. My boss was great. I loved it. I ended up staying there. Not what I wanted to do. I'm I, For the time being, it was great, but it was not anything I wanted to do. So as I was there, I started to get more miserable and more sad and trying to figure out, what am I going to do? Yeah. I don't know what to do with my life. I don't want to stay here forever. I don't want to do fashion anymore. Um, and I always loved kids. I always felt, I, I'm very much a leader. I like to lead. I like to be the one in charge. So so you wanted to
0: start a kid cult. So
1: <laughs> I thought going back to <laughs> school. to work for Disney. <laughs> I thought going back to school for education might be good. Um, everyone was always like, "Oh, I always thought you were going to be a teacher, da 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 da," and I kind of felt that way too. So I went back for my masters, and then, and I did, I did enjoy it. I, I could have saw myself definitely as a teacher. Um, you know, you have summers off. It's a, it's a great job. It really is. And then you decided you were going to leave Staten Island, and I mean, I just wanted to go with you. Mm-hmm. That's the story of mm. Leanna Kostalas.
0: You know, what's funny about that really quickly is Emily, a, a, a good friend of ours, once said something so profound about uh, being a teacher. And there, I know we have t- teachers that listen to, the, listen to, to this, and uh, our sister-in-law is a teacher, and great teachers in your life can really impact you. Like, I remember having- For sure. I, I quote, what's funny is, like, I make jokes about CSI, the college I went to, and I joke around about like how meaningless college was for me, but then I quote things my teacher said to me a lot. Mm-hmm. I mention them a lot. There's a few teachers that had a, a big impact on me, so they're incredibly important and valuable. But if it's not for you, it's not for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be a horrible teacher. That's why like when, and when, you're, when it's your like passion in life, it's so beautiful. Um, but one, one thing Emily said once was like, she didn't really know if she wanted to be a teacher, and someone in her life was like, think about how great you should be a teacher. You have the summers off. Mm -hmm. And she was like, think about how weird it is to tell someone the driving factor to do this job is that you don't have to do this job for three months out of the year. Mm -hmm. It's kind of backwards a little bit. Like, you'll love it so much, you don't even have to do it. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, like I love... uh, But I I think
1: for a lot of people, that's, that's just a bonus. I think for... Not for the most part, but I think many teachers out there—they become teachers because they want to impact children, they want to help children, and that's a great bonus. I don't think I'm going to become a teacher because I get three months out of the year off.
0: I think a lot of people of do. Course, that. that might be a. Uh...
1: Of course, there are the people who do, but I don't. I don't know if that's majority of the teacher i didn't
0: say it was the majority i'm saying she said something that was interesting to me which i was like i never really heard of that before mm-hmm. which is like you know basically will i will i enjoy doing this work mm-hmm. and the person that said it to her didn't even think of that it wasn't well you like this it was you don't have to do it for three months yeah it's like so you could be miserable for these months but three months you don't have to do it. it's kind of mm-hmm. like a weird, weird way to look at your how you're going to spend your life to go somewhere that you don't even you don't even like
1: mm-hmm. We, I don't know how. Oh, because we said it was my birthday, and then getting maybe I'll cut some of this stuff. out. I don't know. No, there's something bad about it. But you were going to talk about the Cloud Nine incident, <laughs> and then all of a sudden we got into this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Leanna turned thirty. I turned thirty. I'm turning thirty. We were on, uh, on, we were on the island on Staten Island, and uh we had a nice little. A nice birthday dinners and everything. I gave a presents, blah, blah, blah. The <laughs> next day, we went for couples massages.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is a place on Staten Island called Cloud Nine. Yes. It's across the street from the Staten Island Zoo.
1: I just want to say real quick. So my birth, my birthday was on a Thursday, it's also my mom's birthday. Same exact day. So we celebrate. Losers. We, we usually celebrate together. So we went to a nice Mexican place. Had a great day. But like Friday was going to be the real celebration. We were going out with my friends to a nice dinner. And we were going to do the massage. So today, the Friday was going to be like this nice, relaxing, <laughs> fun day. Yeah. So we go to the, we go I to the massage I have a weekend off. Place. There's no shows. Very yes. excited.
0: We go to the massage. Now when I'm staying on Staten Island with my parents, I'll never do this again. I'll never do it again. But my parents are retired and they have two cars. And they always tell we don't need the car. We don't don't rent the car. Don't waste the money. We have a car. We have a car. We have the car. We have the car. We always
1: have an extra car.
0: An extra car. Which they do. Which they do. One is my dad's like SUV. And one is his <laughs> work van. It looks like an Amazon delivery truck. Mm-hmm. A giant white printer. Yeah. So, um, I've I've made jokes about it before, but like I, I get recognized on Staten Island, and the amount of times people have looked at me like, why is the... Well, Sprinter is a Mercedes one. This is not his.
1: Well, this is what it looks Whatever. like.
0: Whatever. It's a Ford, but it looks just like this, mm-hmm. and there's windows on the side. Um, so, I'm, I'll be seen driving this on Staten Island, and I feel like an idiot, because it's like, why is the Instagram kid <laughs> delivering packages for Amazon? So... <laughs> Um, I don't like to drive this because it's huge and I feel like a loser and I'm just like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Why am I doing this? I can afford a fucking car. I shouldn't have listened to my parents. So the day of, there's always, a, here's the thing too when we stay with my, when you, it's like going back in time. When, you, when we go back to Staten Island, it's like going back in time. Mm. My family cannot see me as a grown adult they think we have to take care of Eric. He mm-hmm. needs our help. We have to give him advice. There's nothing he can do alone. He needs us.
1: Well, parents always feel that way about their kids. My
0: whole family, I'm the youngest in the family, all mm-hmm. feel like they need... I have achieved nothing on my own. <laughs> it's all because they helped me. Um, so, which they've been there for me, of course, but like, I, something can be said for me going out for my own and making it happen. But anyway, um, this particular day, my sister... Who always seems to be in the way.
1: <laughs> no, that's just your stupid <laughs> the day the,
0: the day I got engaged to, to you and I asked you to be my bride, mm-hmm. it was a secret. No one on earth knew. Mm-hmm. No one knew besides Kevin, the the one the guy who designed <laughs> who designed your ring for you. And then I called your dad before right before I got you to pick you up. That day, I'm like, Mom, let's just, you know, I got Leanne a little something for our anniversary. Just, I need, uh, the FedEx needs me to sign for it. Could you be here in case I got to go get her? So we're sitting there. I'm getting a little nervous. I'm getting a little nervous. I'm getting a little nervous. And she's like, I just got to go help Lisa with something. I'm like, just stay here. And she was like, it'll be fine. I'm going to go to Lisa. She needs me. I'm like, you can't leave. It's a fucking engagement <laughs> ring. Okay? Don't fucking leave. <laughs> so she's like, oh, my God. All right. I just got to go to Lisa's for a minute. I'm like, I can't believe this. Then I come home from my Atlantic City shows. I, it was raining. I just wanted to go get sandwiches. Lisa has the car. All I right, have no car. All right, enough. So I, I'm, I'm building up why it was so difficult for me this day. All right?
1: Because you were already mad It's always a pro- It's always instance. like,
0: we all have, we have the car. Until I need the car, then there's no car. So <laughs> I, uh, I take this to cloud nine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Long, we go in... The best massage of my life. Whenever I get a massage. Really? Your
1: life? It was the best one?
0: It was pretty spectacular. Every, you
1: really needed one at that moment. That's why it was like extra special.
0: Every massage I've ever gotten in my life. Because my head weighs 45 pounds.
1: <laughs> it really does. You know
0: that little U-shaped pillow you put your head in when mm-hmm. you're getting a massage? You never had a problem with those. No. 100% of the time when I get massages, there's something wrong with that pillow. <laughs> It, it 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 my head's too heavy the um the padding is is not thick enough so my chin is being pulled. it's got i have a metal piece stabbing my chin it's too hard on this it's just it it falls it can never hold me right it's always an issue mm-hmm. always i sit down and this thing i lay down it's the cadillac or the rolls royce of mm-hmm. massage tables Everything was perfect.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. It was incredible. All right.
0: Okay? We get out of the massages. I'm like, it's feeling zen.
1: You feel like you're on cloud, cloud nine. nine.
0: <laughs> Shout out to cloud nine. They were wonderful. <laughs> I get in this fucking thing to go deliver someone's, I don't even know what, someone's packages. And the way that their, their driveway is very small. So I try to turn out and now I'm going downhill. It's a, it, was, it was the perfect storm for disaster. You were in a bad spot. I need to explain to people. It wasn't, that, it wasn't an error or anything. It wasn't that I'm a bad driver. It was the perfect storm. It was a very small driveway going downhill. So as soon as this big ass thing starts to go down, the passenger side back tire is off the ground. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Because it's tilted down. Yeah. So I go to reverse. I can't reverse. I go to go forward. It it, it 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 slides down the hill, wedges itself. These giant boulders for this retaining wall, a retainer wall, are now lodged, denting the front bumper. Mm-hmm. We're wedged. We're stuck, permanently stuck.
1: And now there's could not get out. There is one way in this parking lot and, and one, one, way, one way, out. way out. So the people inside get them massages. They gave extra long massages that day because we were out there for over an hour trying to get this van.
0: So I'm—I literally am just—I was so relaxed. I had just we we were touring a lot, and like it takes a toll on you when you travel and whatever. People can roll their eyes, but it's tough. So I try to like really prioritize my mental health and my I try to relax and just be chill, Um, because that that everything that makes me relax and have fun and be chill is where I create the best stuff. I write them. I write. I write stand-up, I create videos. So like, I have to always be kind of chilling. And this was, it just, it undid <laughs> everything that we worked for. I'm, in, I'm covered head to toe in mud. <laughs> I'm fucking screaming to death. I, I wish I could fight someone in that moment. I was so angry. It's like I could funny, not get out.
1: But I, I, was, I was so sad. I was so sad for you because you were so angry.
0: I've never been that angry in my life. It was one of, I wanted to, I wish I could have fought someone just to get that anger out. Which is a problem, which means my therapy's not going well. Yeah. Which means my mental health is not getting better. Yeah. It was 100% a bad thing. But I just kept thinking like, I didn't want to take this fucking van. I didn't want to, t- my mom asked me if the, the, the night before if I could take the van. I'm like, I really don't want to. And of course that, I blamed them, which was wrong. It's not yeah, right. yeah. But I just kept thinking like, I can't, I got to get off this fucking island. I got to get out of here. Like, And it's my fault for not getting an Airbnb, not getting my own car, not acting like an adult. Well, so I should have got my own place, got our own car, and I should have done the right thing. It was my fault. But in the moment...
1: You blamed the world.
0: I just blamed everyone else. Yeah, of mm. course. Which is what dumb men and their tempers do. I'm, I'm admitting I was wrong, but... Um, if we would have parked
1: like a couple spots over we would have been fine.
0: If I didn't back into the spot, we would have been fine. I backed in so I could just pull out. If I would have if I would have pulled in forward, I would have backed up the other way towards the house and I would have I would have pulled out perfectly. You sure? Positive. Yes, hmm. of course. It was just a horrible it, it, horrible I, turn of events.
1: Yeah, so, you know, obviously my 30th had to be ruined by that and you being angry.
0: I didn't the night went by great.
1: No, I know. Thank God we got over it and we had a great dinner.
0: Oh, I do want to say also, I don't, I I don't want, I don't want, I don't, I'm not trying to, how do I say that? How do I hide details not make me look like a fucking jerk off? It
1: doesn't matter. You don't have, so we, you're talking about the dinner? Yeah. So we went out to dinner. We were nine people.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: We got, you know, when you it go sh- to dinner, you get a bunch of stuff. You get a nice apps. For some reason, we all got entrees, which was the stupidest thing. We were drinking, having a great time. You know, Eric's like, I'm going to treat my gal and her friends for the 30th. So you take care of the bill.
0: Well, first of all, the guy blew it. The guy, the
1: guy blew, blew it. it.
0: I tried. I watched a Sebastian Maniscalco thing where he's talking about going out with Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And he tells this great detail He's, he's having, I think it was on Howard Stern. He was, he had a great dinner or whatever with Jerry Seinfeld and they're sitting, talking after the meal and Sebastian's like, uh, are we going to get the bill? And Jerry Seinfeld goes, no, it's taken care of. He was like, what? Yeah. Classy. No, it's and Sebastian goes, I gotta do that. So.
1: <laughs> very classy. Very classy. Classy move.
0: So I call the restaurant.
1: So you want it to be classy? Huh?
0: I just wanted, I wanted it to be, everybody leaves. Like, oh guys, don't worry about it. They, oh, whatever. It was a nice moment, right? For yeah. my gal's 30th. <laughs> So I call the restaurant, give them my credit card. No problem. Okay, we'll take care of you. I said, p- please put down you know, the tip. It'll be, it'll be flawless. No need to really contact me or anything. Mm-hmm. I get there. The guy immediately says, hey, we don't have your credit card saved. Just can you give me your credit card? So I'm like, what the fuck, guy? Give him my credit card now, so I'm already trying to sneak it.
1: You should have made sure. Here's another thing you could do for a future. When you walk in... And the hostess sits us. You slide, You you slide the, the 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 host hostess or even the waiter. You you're under the table or you walk away. You don't wait till they're like right by the table. You go to the front or something and say, "Hey, just I got it." You know. I understand.
0: I understand that it 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 just didn't work out like that. It just it, it was just
1: Everyone knew, everyone was like, is he paying?
0: I know, which ruined the whole fucking thing. So in the beginning of the night, I already had a feeling it wasn't going to go well because it didn't I was like, what's the problem? Charge the card, whatever it is, and then that's it, like that's mm-hmm. what I told you to do. He didn't do that. So we're getting up to leave, everyone's looking. It didn't go smoothly, lol, because the guy didn't hand me a pen, and then he brings me to the side. Yeah. It's like, you should have just I don't know. I, I, I feel like they could have done a little better. So everyone sees, and then I'm, 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 we leave, and I'm like, I think I might have tipped him twice. <laughs> because when you, when you have more than six people,
1: they do automatic gratuity. It
0: didn't say that on the bill. It didn't say automatic gratuity. It just said the total tip and then the signature. So I gave him the tip.
1: It probably said it somewhere but it you did. didn't you didn't read it. Also,
0: when you're when you're treating people, you don't want to look at it like it's the fucking, the deed to your house. You yeah, want yeah, to, yeah. oh, no You're... big deal. Whatever it is, you got to <laughs> swallow whatever the fuck that is. I looked at it like, Jesus Christ, and I signed away. So I didn't want to have to be there for 20 minutes. Everyone's already looking at me. It, yeah. already, it already ruined the moment. It I already know. looked like I'm doing it for the wrong reason. It already looked like I'm trying to get credit. It already ruined everything that,
1: yeah. I was
0: trying to be smooth. It was the opposite of smooth. It didn't work out at all. So Leanna goes back in there, and she's like, I got to ask. So she asked I just wanted them. to
1: make sure. Like, I just, I needed, I, I for my I just need a confirmation for my own of course sanity. I'd be
0: curious too and they said yeah we already edited so I paid this guy 40% <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean it, unless they're listening to this you look like a big shot you really do they're gonna go what am I gonna that do that kid Eric Del Sandro he tips
0: good uh, well that's good so maybe and I know one of the girls there asked me for a picture so maybe they're telling wow he's but I was going home like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it was it was a lovely night i feel like that, that before that day was the massage day right
1: no it was a not ruin day.
0: your night don't be a
1: no it really didn't i mean afterwards you were still very upset and then you no, you let it go you let it go which was nice we had a great time um,
0: i mean i don't know the food I, I think, was great um, we
1: bowled after let's um, bowl let's bowl let's rock and roll
0: yeah, we went to Rabs which a lot of people know me as know, per about usual. Rabs um I didn't see him there I don't i never met that guy anyway Rab? um never met Rab <laughs> so uh it was it was a wonderful time I just got to thank everyone who came out to my shows I don't I mean a lot of you I, I, I don't know I hope I, I should have said this earlier in the show but like it's incredible to me I told this story a, a, on stage in Huntington mm-hmm. so we had first of all in Royal Oak, Michigan, which I which I which I said like when a lot of people don't know how how the tours go. Why are you doing a Monday night? Why would you, I don't choose those? When you're a, when you're a young up and coming comedian and you want to break into a market
1: you they, get the shit under the stick.
0: They don't give you a Friday and Saturday night. They don't mm-hmm. know who I am. They don't know what I could sell. Yeah. They don't know that I'm a real stand-up. They think I'm just a social media kid who just goes on stage and rambles. Social or, media star. Yeah, they don't know what the hell. I, they don't know that I've actually worked worked hard at becoming a stand-up comedian and and, and get booed and, and, and bomb places to get better. Um. So they give me like a random Wednesday night at this place in Detroit or Royal Oak and it sold out on a Wednesday fucking night. So I love you all so much. Thank you so much.
1: The Michiganians. The Michiganians. They, my they Caldeans. They came in, they showed up, and they showed out.
0: My Albanians. Uh, there was some Lebanese there. There was one Italian woman, I think. <laughs> so that was great. Then we had Levity Live, like we said earlier. And then uh, in Huntington, it was the Paramount Theater,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is... Um,
1: what a venue.
0: I don't even know what... To, I can't believe, like, it's just such a... Such a bizarre. I'm at such a bizarre stage of my career where I could do that, mm-hmm. and then go to like a place and people are just. I mean, it's like it's a Tuesday and there's <laughs> six people there. It's just so wild. It's so
1: weird. It's the slow
0: progression of like where you're from and, and expanding. So mm-hmm. it was beautiful. We um, want to
1: tell the story, the Huntington story.
0: Yeah. So
1: Huntington, New York, which is the Long Island, New York. Yeah,
0: a beautiful area. And I never, I never knew what Huntington was. And earlier we were speaking about what you went through. When you were going to school mm-hmm. and you didn't know what you wanted to do, you, you were doing, you were subbing. I would do seasonal work. Um, I had a, I had a shitty Mitsubishi Endeavor. It used to be my parents. I inherited it. I was just lost in my life, loser. So <laughs> depressed, no money. So seasonally, I loved, I liked. If I, if any, if I fail tomorrow and my, I lose my career, I think I'm gonna do something in delivery, cause it's kind of like. It's kind of nice. You, you just, love to drive. I love to drive. You can kind of just listen to a podcast mm-hmm. and just like, seems like I'm not, not a, I feel like a UPS driver, not that bad of a life. Mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be a decent job. Good, honest work. So I would, I liked doing that because another, another time is when Leanna worked at the Woodrow diner, mm-hmm. when we were, we were younger, I delivered a couple of times because I, I was just sitting there like, do you want to make some money? I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I got recognized by a girl <laughs> that I delivered to. Uh, and that's where I got the idea of five miles from. And I was like, "Oh, this is like uh, my anxiety can't take this. I'm just mm. too embarrassed or whatever." So anyway, I did deliveries for. I would do these high end cakes and flowers. Uh, this guy, he, the company, the guy who owned the company was on Staten Island, but like I, all my work was in Manhattan and and Brooklyn and stuff. So I would pick up a really like expensive cake and bring it to a party in Jersey, like these mansions in like North Jersey. Or, um, you know, an, another high-end building in Manhattan. So I would just all around the boroughs from like, from, like, October to, like, Valentine's Day. I would, every year I would do this. Decent money. And I liked it. So one day, I pick up a really expensive cake. It was, I told the story on stage twice at one of my shows. People are like, you told this story, right? but I asked. <laughs> anyway, for those who weren't there uh it was a sewing machine it was literally a cake that i it was crazy it was really cool and i'm looking at it i'm like wow this is really cool i gotta bring it to prime it's a steakhouse in huntington long island so i'm driving through the streets it's gorgeous i'm like babe we got to come back here this place that i dropped this cake off it's on the water it's amazing i saw everyone smiling and happy and i was just so down and (laughs) I hated my life so much, and I was so depressed. I had no money. I couldn't even bring Leanna there because I probably couldn't afford it, <laughs> and uh, never went back to Huntington. So then this time, we were on the way to the venue, and I remember like thinking I might have been on this road, and now look at look at where we're going. Mm-hmm. And it was two sold out shows at this giant theater, mm-hmm. and the Long Island audiences are always so so kind to me. That the standing ovation I got when I walked out was like. It's like Eminem or something. It was so cool. I,
1: I know. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I was like in it. I was in the crowd because I was like by the camera. So I don't know if like you, if it's the same for you because you're like on stage. But I mean, they, the screams, it, it really was. It was like Eminem, Justin Bieber <laughs> came out. Like it was wild.
0: They were just so kind to me. They had just, yeah. they, they were just so nice.
1: They love you. Long well, um, Island really does love you.
0: And uh, we were also listening to um, the Pete and Sebastian show, which is Pete Corielli, another mm-hmm. comedian, and Sebastian Maniscalco. And uh, Pete is from Long Island, and he mentioned he did the Paramount, and it was a big deal for him. And, he's, and Sebastian goes, oh, they're, they're going to give you a brick, an engraved brick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Pete was like, are oh, you sure that's just not for you? Like, <laughs> yeah. you're Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> yeah. So Sebastian laughed and was like, No, 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 trust me, you're gonna get it. So we listened to the next episode and Pete was like, I got my brick. Uh-huh. so Leanna and I are like, You think you're gonna get a brick? <laughs> and I was like
1: if we thought what Pete thought, like Yeah. Is is that just for like those guys or are yeah. you gonna get one? Because Pete
0: Cori you know, these guys have been stand ups for you know yeah, thirty like years and they're they're so well respected in in the comedy community. And um, you know, I think I I don't know, people May not like me. They may think that I'm not a real comedian or whatever. So I was like, I don't know. I'm not gonna take it personally. And then we're sitting down in the green room, the guy walks in with a box, and I was like, Oh my god, it's the brick.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have it here to show, but it
0: was fucking heavy. It's heavy. I've I've done brickwork with my dad. We've put in. I helped him put in stairs and a, a, a front porch. Like I've done brickwork with him. Mm. They're not that heavy. They're they're heavy, but like this one felt like ten pounds heavier.
1: It was a quality brick, for Great sure. Great brick. So
0: I don't want to bring it in my suitcase because it would have made my fucking
1: so suitcase heavy. so much heavier.
0: But, um, yeah, it has it says it's my name in it. It's Eric D'Alessandro. Two shows, April 2nd. It was just an incredible, incredible, incredible night. And I'm just so blessed and lucky. And um, I hope I can keep doing this forever. And I just want to keep growing. And I, just, I love you all so much. I hope that you... Um, find value in these conversations and we help you a little bit. I'm still trying to figure out what this podcast is going to be. You know, I, I don't know. I just, I'm very grateful. It was a great moment for me. I would love for everyone to come out to a show if you haven't. It's, it, they're really fun. It's great meeting you all. Anyway, we're very happy to be back with you all.
1: Yes. Hopefully we can try and prepare a little bit better. There, we only have Florida this month. Which I think we'll be leaving in the middle of the week. So we'll have one for that week. We'll just have to prepare for the following week. Um, I think
0: I want to do one in Florida. I think that could be fun.
1: We could do that. That would be fun. Yeah. I feel like people asking about it.
0: Is a good sign.
1: Yes. And it's also making me feel like I need to be more. um, uh, I need to take accountability. Does that Mm. make sense? Yeah, I guess. Like them asking was like, okay, we really need to make sure that we're on our ish. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that's it. Thank All right. You.
0: Um, Orlando, Florida. I'll just, I'll, actually, let me do my dates in the beginning of the show.